Hey, good afternoon, Cop fans. It's Bill from Cop Fan Rivalry coming to you with a new face in the clubhouse, a team we've talked about before, but I think we're going to get a little different perspective this afternoon on this one. So I'm excited. Sarah, how are you? Welcome to the clubhouse. Thank you. I'm doing well, Bill. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. I can't wait for this interview. This is going to be fun. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay, so let's start off with the easy one. Favorite team? Uh, my favorite team is the uh, Boston Red Sox. All right. And they're having a decent season this season. They're all right. They're they're doing. They're That's doing. where I'm going to leave it. They're doing. They're, they're, they're playing like the Red Sox. You know? Hey, listen, they had a couple of... They had a couple of streaks there for a while, and so they mm-hmm. kind of made it look good. It, if this was uh, May, it might not have been so much fun to talk about them, right? Very true. Uh, absolutely. Now that we're at least uh, at the All-Star break, I can talk about it uh, with a little bit greater ease, I guess you could say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so what makes you a Red Sox fan? So I'm sure there's an experience. I don't know if it's fam- family, growing up, going to the games. Do tell. So for myself, it's a little bit of a different road to becoming a Red Sox fan. Um, I've always liked the Red Sox as a kid. Uh, However, my father was someone who was more about the players, not so much about teams. So he was an Expos fan, Phillies fan, like he was all about the players. So for me in my, you know, late 80s, early 90s, I was a Oakland Athletics fan because what what a team to really enjoy watching you know I go to Red Sox games to watch them uh you had the Bash brothers you had Ricky Henderson you had you know Eckersley Stewart like that that team was just phenomenal and you know again still always like the Red Sox but it was something where when I'm looking at the back of a, a baseball card and I'm looking at stats I'm like these players are phenomenal uh then when you go to uh, post lockout after 94, you know, you got teenage Sarah in there who would, you know, come home and turn on TBS while making up her pizza rolls. And I was always watching the Braves. So again, another team that I loved, uh, to watch in that time frame. again, always liked the Red Sox, but there was always like a, for me, a dark cloud around the team. And then Clemens left and it was like the pearly gates opened up and, uh, and it was like, you know, then come, you know, the late high school. So like 99 year is when I started um, getting back into the Red Sox a lot more deep. And that's where I've been ever since. Hey, Pedro Martinez had that great 99 all-star thing where he struck out a bunch of boys boys. right in a row. Right. Yes. That he's, Right here in my heart. That is my, that's my guy, Pedro, hands down. Remember, there was a guy, there was a manager. Let's see if you would know his name. uh, Tommy Lasorda Mm -hmm. that said, Mm -hmm. this guy is too (laughs) small and too skinny to ever be anything any good. Yeah. So the Dodgers got rid of him to the Expos and then you guys picked him up. Yeah. I bet you Tommy to his dying day wishes that he would not have said that. Oh, absolutely. I don't understand how, especially with pitchers, that's, something that you can say. I know that you want to have a, a big pitcher who's got that height to at least like snap that ball, but he was just watching him pitch. Even when he was with the Expos, he was just a phenomenal pitcher and crazy talk. Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So now I'm going to ask you a tough question. 
Mm. Favorite current player, favorite past player, and then tell me why. So my favorite current player is Devers. Uh, I love watching him play. Um, especially the third base spot in Fenway is always a very important spot to be in. Cause if that ball goes past you, it's going to go in the corner towards the monster and it's forget about it. So it's something that watching him hit the ball, how he's, you know, conditioned his body, how just watching him play. I'm like, this guy is the future of this organization. We just need to lock that up. So yeah, that's, that's my boy right now currently okay. and past past player. past player i have uh my red Sox and non-red Sox. one is uh pedro martinez obviously is my favorite past for the red Sox. he basically came in changed the organization um yes we had noma prior to that however he was the one that came in and really took the organization to the next level. He was our leader. He was the voice. He was the one who opened the gates for us to get guys like um, Ortiz and, you know, Manny. So it's something where I'm just like that to me, he's, he's the man. And then my other guy who is, you know, I don't need to explain is Chipper Jones. Like, come on. Uh, he's all around, all around great player, his level of loyalty, being able to come home in the afternoon and watch him play. It was just, he was phenomenal. And yeah, he was, he's my, he's my number one. Like just saying. <laughs> Listen, Hey, I, I have a love hate for Chipper Jones. I have a love for him because he was probably one of the best third basemen, mm-hmm. switch hitter played the game, right? You never heard about him getting in fights. You never heard about him like starting static, like a rod did or anything like that but I had a hate for him because he was a Dodger killer. Every time he played the Dodgers, it was like he leveled up. And so you have that, you have that um, love hate, right? You know, that one guy that's just a Boston Red Sox killer. Like you appreciate like Jeter, Jeter always leveled up when he played the the Red Sox. You got to respect how good he is, but you got to hate him at the same time. Oh, hands down. Absolutely. Yeah. I, when they did the interleague uh, playing in 97 and I got to see him play live and I was just like, yeah, he's just, he's so good. He was just so flipping good. And Fenway to people is people don't realize that Fenway is so small and you can hit so easily out of Fenway and everyone comes in and I'm like, yep, that's gone. Like these, and he just, yeah, he was a beaut to watch play. That's, Amen. Listen, I can't argue with you there. I, I really get, those are great choices. And I, I agree with you about Devers. I, I think he is the future of your organization. As long as you can lock him up, you locked up Trevor's story who do not get, do not sleep on Trevor. I know he started a little static out there, but don't sleep on him. And then you got Devers. You guys got something going on for several years. If you can lock it up. Right. And with story, you know, he, it took him a while to come out of it. And then it was mid-May is when he woke up. It, and I get it. Like Boston one is really hard to play in. Like the fans, the stadium, the, the organization, you trying to learn the game book, all that stuff, how people play. It's hard. I get it. Then you're coming off of a lockout where you didn't have enough time to actually, you know, play together. So right. I was like, 
all right, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, if we hit mid-May and this dude hasn't pulled it together, I'm writing him off. <laughs> but he did. He pulled it together. And now, you know, having him and Bogey at shortstop, Endeavors, like it's been, it's been working. I mean, he's injured right now. He'll be back after the break. So I'm just like, let's keep this going, guys. Exactly. The other, you know, the other uh, Red Sox that I, I hated seeing leave the Dodgers but I think it's going to be fun for you guys. And every time I seem to catch him on TV, who, who am I going to say? Verdugo. That's right. That's that my kid, boy. <laughs> that kid is just scrappy. He's so great. He's like, like, that's the thing. He's just, he comes up in the clutch. Yeah. And, you know, he's, it's one of those that when he came here, everyone was kind of like, oh, oh. it was like a lot of like mumbles. But he's, one, he's fit into the city itself. He's very much, you know, involved with repping the Celtics, repping the Bruins. Like he's bought into the Boston mentality. But it's also that he just goes up there and he gives you a show. It doesn't matter if they're losing, you know, by 12. He's still going to give you a show. He'll knock it out. He'll, you know, create a double play. Like he's still trying to give you a show and put butts in those seats. So I really do. I love him. He's a, yeah, scrappy is a great word. I had such a hard time when he went, but then I'm looking at our, our outfield at the time. And I'm like, AJ Pollock, Cody Bellinger, Mm -hmm. Mookie Betts. We've got no, we've got no place for, for Dugo, unless they're going to create a rover position. But um, he, like, he is so scrappy. I I like, I, I hate saying that I like watching him, (laughs) but I I do because he is, I could do without all the jewelry. Maybe if he Mm -hmm. like takes off the 10 pounds of gold, it might make it easier to slide or something, but man, he's so good. They mic him up. Yeah. They mic him up the most on Nesson because he said like, and they catch him saying the wildest stuff. Like, you know, he'll be singing songs. Like he's just, he, when they mic him up, it's pure entertainment on Nesson. Like I'm just, I'm like, yes, we're micing him up tonight. Give it to me. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I love it. All right. So we're going to switch from players and from fandom to ballparks. Tell me where you've been. Family. (laughs) that's it that's it that's it nope tried and true i am uh been to fenway girl i will see your team but i will see your team on my turf (laughs) okay so sarah i'm gonna ask an additional question then all right here we go money's not an object you got a full month to travel you and your spouse can travel you can go wherever you want to go okay money's not an object and you're gonna go see five ballparks where are you gonna go one wrigley Two, Dodger Stadium. Okay. Three, PNC. Mm-hmm. Four, Coors. And five, Camden Yards. Camden. Okay. Yeah. I just want to see where Griffey hit the ball out, you know, on the wall there. Like, I just want to see that little, <laughs> the little plate there where he hit the ball. So, <laughs> I could care less about the stadium. I want to see I could care less about this. I just want to see that. You know, that's all I want to see. It's just that there. Even if I just go and I'm like, there it is. And then I'm just out. You know, that's He's what out. I want. You know, it's so funny that you mentioned. So every time I ask that question of anybody that comes onto this podcast, I usually get Wrigley. If they haven't been to Wrigley, mm-hmm. if they haven't been out west to Dodger Stadium, because those are the two oldest ballparks outside of Finland. I always get PNC because it's so gorgeous. It looks breathtaking. Right? Oh my the God, backdrop. the view. Yeah. Steel City, I, like that's. Yeah, I always get PNC. I always get Great American Ballpark in, in mm. Cincinnati. And believe it or not, Coors 
And I can't like, everybody wants to see this crazy field that's a mile high above the ocean yeah, and just see these balls get launched. Right? I think for me, it's like, I want to see what the different, you know, cause they always say that the two fields that are really great to hit out of are cores and Fenway. So right. I want to see the difference in like the air. Like it's not even just like seeing the stadium. It's more like, I want to see it on a scientific level. Like, how the breathing is, how they're playing, like are, like what their stamina is like. Like that's what I want to see. And I want to see it in person so that I can be like, all right, there's something here with altitude. You know, it's just something. <laughs> I want to see the science behind it. <laughs> there's something about this. I've driven by that ballpark. Um, <clears throat> I was on a business trip years ago and I drove by it. Um, and I can tell you that it's even on the outside of it. I didn't go inside, but even on the outside, it feels different than your natural, like you're used to a ballpark, you just walk up and you touch it. It's in the middle of the mm -hmm. city. Yeah. But it is definitely a different ballpark. That's for sure. That would be fun. Someday, so. someday we'll mark it off. I mean, I've been in Chicago, but I've never taken, like every time I go, it's off season. So I'm like, all right, whatever. One day, one day well, I'll get to uh One day we'll get to Wrigley. We'll get to Wrigley. We'll get to Wrigley. All right, final question. So we're, we're mid-season, okay? Your team has shown... Very good signs of life. Again, if yeah. this were May, I would say this a little differently. We're yes. now in, in mid-July. Uh, you guys look good. And you guys play the Yankees like 75 more times. Yeah. <laughs> and no, by the way, well. those are all Sunday game of the weeks. Anytime the Red Sox and the Yankees are playing, forget about it. Like you guys could all, both be 100, 0 and 161 in the final game of the season. And it doesn't matter. It's the Red Sox-Yankees, yeah. right? 100%. So, 100%. 100%. But <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most in the second half? I'm looking forward to everyone coming back from injury. Uh, you know, historically, the Red Sox do tend to play better in the second half of the season. Um, it's something where that's why I'm not counting them out. Everyone's like, oh, the playoffs, they're out of the playoff contention already, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's the second half. We're going in. We've got our injuries done in the beginning. Like now let's roll with it. Um it's also, I would like them to go forward and, you know, make the signings that they need to do. They need to lock up Devers. They need to make the decision with Martinez and Bogey. Um, I like to see them make some moves if they are going to keep Bogey or not, um, package them up with sale, move them on. Like it's, it's something where they need to also continue bringing up the young guns. Like they brought up Bellows, who I think is going to be great for the organization. And uh, Jeter Downs is phenomenal. He's coming up and he's just been doing really great stuff. So I just am ready for them to, you know, come back from injury and just show everyone that, hey, we're not dead yet. Let's do this. Amen. Trust in Quora. Trust in Quora. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Don't say that to a Dodger fan after 2018. <laughs> in 2017, trust in the buzzer, right? Or right? the trash can. Oh, trust in Quora. Ooh, ooh, a rough crowd. Well, well, this won't get aired. No, I'm teasing. All right. <laughs> The, um, I will say this, though. I'll be honest with you. And, and forget East Coast, West Coast. It is good for baseball when the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Mets, mm -hmm. the Dodgers, when all these teams, St. Louis, right, as much as you and for the time being right now, Houston, when all those teams are good, it's good for baseball. Absolutely. Right? And so and and I got to tell you, in May, when you guys were dragging dirt and you were trying to find your identity, I you know, as much as Yankee fans love it, I hated it because yeah. it's not fun not watching the Yankees Red Sox when there's something on the line, right? right. 
Absolutely. When one team's killing the ball and the other team's in last, it just doesn't, it's not as much, even though you level up for those games, it's just not as much fun. It's not as fun. And with the Red Sox, the Red Sox, again, going back historically, are infamous for wild card. Like they're the ones who are always in wild card contention. Like they're the ones who are always fighting for that wild card spot. Like, you know, it's how it goes every year. We're like, come on, can we just like lock this down? And it's like, no, we're going to go this route and do the wild card. So, you know, the, I never count them out uh, come the back half of the year. First half, I'm always like, ah, but the back half, you know, don't count them out. No, you don't. You don't. I love it. I love it. Well, Sarah, you've been a great guest. We're going to have to have you back on again. Are you okay with that? I am absolutely perfect with that. Yeah, we're good. Perfect. Well, top fans, this is Sarah. This is her first time in the clubhouse. Different Sarah than the Sarah that's a Mets fan. Um, <laughs> but uh, we will have her on. This will air. We're recording it on Monday on Home Run Derby Night. And it will actually air tomorrow. So you'll get a chance to listen to it tomorrow. Tell us what you think. Make comments um, and follow her page. I will make sure that we we tag her page. So follow her page. She's got some awesome stuff on there. So Sarah, thanks for joining us this afternoon. And let's do it again soon. Thank you for having me. Yes, let's do this soon. All right.